This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is Jay Harwood with a special edition of Amazing Mental on Mike podcast on the eve of the dedication of the Tom Seaver statue. I'm thrilled to be talking to Tom's eldest daughter, Sarah. Welcome, Sarah. Hi, Jay. Okay. So, Mike, the first time I met your father, <laughs> spring training, 1983, St. Petersburg, Florida, Huggins Stengel Fieldhouse, four years out of college, got a new suit, new tie, new shoes. Your father was in a whirlpool. I said, <laughs> Mr. Seaver, I'm J. Horowitz, the new Mets PR guy. I'm thrilled to meet you. Come closer, kid. I can't hear you. Two steps closer, got the hose, put down my pants. My first interview with your dad, my suit got soaked, I ruined my shoes, and that was my introduction to Tom Seaver. That, that does, does that not, surprise you? That does not surprise me at all. He, that's how, that's, this is the man who raised me. I was raised with practical jokes, uh, teasing. He loved that. You, you were standing by the edge of a pool or a lake or a dock. Yeah. You, you knew if he walked by, you were going in the water. Excellent. Just, he, he was just fun. And you know, a little naughty, and he would uh, push you in the water, and then you'd have that high-pitched laugh, you know, the, the Tom Seaver laugh and giggle. He, but he had a devilish sense of humor. He did. Yeah, I mean, he really did have a great sense of humor, and uh, so I was really only with as a player in 1983 when he came back. Right, right. The were you with the, were you with the second homecoming and all? I forget. Oh my gosh, yes, yeah. I got chills thinking about it. April 5th, 83, he walks from the bullpen against the Phillies. He stopped to give a, uh, the ball to a handicapped kid in the outfield. Yeah. Crowd went crazy. What do you remember about that day? Um, I, remember, I remember being absolutely overwhelmed. Uh, so I, we had spent the past, the, the few years prior in, in Cincinnati, uh, going to you know, all of his starts. And I was used to you know, his, his applause when his name was, yeah. when his name was announced. I was completely unprepared for the reception, for the love that was in that stadium that day. It was, we all just broke down in tears. And the pitcher would never, he would walk in a tunnel, remember Shade had a tunnel, but he walked through on the mound, yeah. and, uh, and, uh, and six shot on innings. You know? yeah. I know he, was, he had a bad leg that day too, if I remember. He wasn't completely healthy, but the Mets won uh, you know, two to nothing. So I'm thinking of the statue. I know your family had a lot of input in, what along the way? What changes did you make? Did you do anything with the statue, or what was your main take on the statue? You know, William, the sculptor, is really, really a lovely man. He's yeah. an amazing man, um, and I was lucky enough to go down with the team right. from the Mets to see his studio, to visit the studio, which was a huge thrill. Dad would have loved that. He would have loved to meet uh, to meet William and to have seen his process, the way he works. Um, but it was really, so I, I haven't seen the finished product, right. but I did see it in, um, in while it was in William's studio. 
in the clay form, and uh, it, it's it's something to behold. It, uh, it there's no mistaking who it is. Let's put it that way. Neon ground and everything. Close, know. very. Yep. Yeah. I'm not going to tell you anything. No. No, no. I'm not. I'm, I'm mum's the word, but um, he and my mom did have a wonderful conversation um, about. Um, you know the hand hand position, the type of glove that was used, and 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 that type of thing. But um, what I thought was really um, very special, William really wanted to hear stories about Dad, right. and get a full. It's not just about the the anatomy or the or the. It's very very important to have the pitching fundamentals, obviously, but he really was interested in hearing what kind of man he was and what kind of father he. Um, is what kind of grandfather, uh, and kind of get the full the full picture of him. What um, when did you first come aware of '69? You know, I mean, the, the 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 year. I mean, how important that was in Mets history and where your dad's legacy. Well, Jay, my dear Jay. Yes, ma'am. I'm very young. I, so I, 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 I know you not, are. I was not born in '69. No, I know I that. I wasn't <laughs> born until '71. Um, Did you didn't keep score when you were two years old? Or? I didn't, no. but uh, no, Dad taught me to keep score when I was about eight. Yeah. Um, but no, I was not. I was not there at sixteen. You know, it just—I don't know when I became aware of it. It was just kind of always part of Dad's job, Dad's work. He—he he was not one to brag or gloat. He was always one about uh, to talk about, focus on, concentrate on what was next, and. Um, you know, we did have these beautiful um, artworks. You know, we didn't know what they were. They're called they're called Cy Young Awards. They hung in the um, off the dining room, and we didn't know what they were, but we weren't allowed to touch them um, as kids, or even now, we're not allowed to touch them. But I think I I knew that um, that 1969 was important because of the Cy Young Award, right? And then 1973 and 1970. Five. Those were those were important years, only because those awards hung there. But it wasn't, uh, you know, it wasn't something that he um, bragged about or talked about. It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. I was fortunate enough uh, to get a tour of the house and uh, the vineyards. Uh, Out in California? Uh-huh. Out in California. Mm-hmm. And I walked around with the dogs and the vineyards and they showed all the, 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 the stuff and everything. And Are you surprised how... He went into the wine stuff. I mean, I mean, he dedicated as much to the wine stuff as he did to pitching. Not that you know the same kind of zeal and stuff, right? A- absolutely. He was. So, how old was Dad when he retired from baseball? Good. Forty, forty, early forties, right? Early forties, yeah. Um, and he he knew right away that he would need to find um, something to. You know, he was just he he had this amazing drive to. Uh, to excel, to do whatever, to throw himself into whatever he was doing, and to do it to the very best of his ability. If you're going to bother doing it, do the best you can. 
And so after he retired, he he immediately knew he needed to do something, find something that would channel sort of that passion and all that energy that he had. And I, uh, I, I, I went away to um, college and came back for a break, and he had basically flattened the, or completely ripped up the backyard and decided to create a walking garden in, in the backyard. I don't know how mom didn't you know, want to strangle him, but um, he, ha he always had to have these big projects and big visions and uh, come, being from California and the son of, of a farmer, his, his, my granddad was a great farmer. He had fruit trees, all sorts of fruit trees um, and asparagus patches in the, in the backyard in Fresno. And so I think it was just a, a natural progression. I used to speak to him about once a week, you know, in Walton. And the most exciting he ever was, Jay, I made the cover of Wine Spectator. I mean, this guy's been on nine million Sports Illustrated covers, and he was so proud of the fact he was on a cover. I never heard him so excited that day when he was there. No, he, he really, he wanted the wine to be good. Yeah. He didn't want to sell it on his name. Right. Um, that's why the company's GTS and not, you know, wasn't Sieber at the beginning. Um, and he, he really wanted the wine to stand on its own, so that was, he was very, very proud of it. Very, very proud of what the, what the winemakers uh, what the winemaker had done. So I started to say one of my jobs in 1983 was I had to have the New York Times crossword puzzle mm -hmm. on his desk every morning. Mm -hmm. And if I didn't, it would, that would be the end of it. Right. Did, did he do that? Did, was he the only family who did that? Or, or, or The crossword puzzle? Yeah. Always. Yeah. Always. Yeah, he loved, loved games. Made, it had the crossword puzzle became a, you know, a group activity. Um, if we suggested the wrong word, he would tease us mercilessly. Um, yeah, and actually, when I went to college, we would we would call each other, uh, and talk about okay. Well, I'm I'm stuck on, you know, nine down, and uh, kind of do it over the phone. Even when we were on the road, do you, can I borrow your times? I remember the times like eight o'clock. I'm like, I need the times in my room right now. You know, right. <laughs> and, and, and um, you speaking of scoring, I read some play. You kept scoring the Northampton in Cincinnati, right? I did. I, mean, I did that. That's when he first taught me. Yeah. I remember being, we were in Cincinnati, and we were out on the back deck. Um, we lived along a, a golf course in Mason, Cincinnati. And uh, we were sitting out there, and he was sort of having his coffee or whatever, and um, taught me how to keep score. So that was the first day. Mom was annoyed because we had to go and buy a scorecard. And, um, you know, she wanted to get to the seat, and I had a fuss, and I needed the scorecard, and, and that was the first time I ever kept score. Do you, do you have that scorecard still? Or? I, Mom does somewhere. I don't yeah. know where it is, but she she has it. Yeah, you, you she know, has it. what looking back, I mean, it, well, is I mean, did, is it sucking? I'm I'm sure of time, but what he's meant to the city in New York and to the Mets, um, your dad. I mean, yes, it's it's hard it's hard to believe it, um, but it's. Just like that day in '83, when he walked out on the right. field and we heard the roar of the of the the crowd, and um, it's it's overwhelming. It's very very touching, um, but it's something. You know, he he was always just dad to us. He yeah. he wasn't never acted like a you know a movie star or a you hero. Know, I've been in the game like 40 years too. Mm -hmm. I've found that with a lot of. Hall of Fame, which to me is one of the most 
unassuming, quote, superstars he never would meet. He yeah. always, when he came to the offices, said hello to secretary, said hello to telephone yeah. operator, never snubbed anybody. I mean, the people, the average, or you know, you know, loved him because he never, he never, you know, he would crack a joke, but you know, he would never, you know, look down on anybody. Right. You know, you know that it's funny that you said that. I, I, I met with a. Um, an old teacher of mine, he was a, my soccer coach and my softball coach, um, a wonderful man named Richard Charmante when I was young in, uh, in school out in Greenwich. And I um, had dinner with a group of people. He was there and he said, when, you, when my dad would come to the game, he, as the coach, would be a little uneasy and a little nervous about it. And he said, it was just amazing because your dad never uh, said anything that wasn't supportive. And would you know sort of talk to the coach afterwards and ask, well, what's your what's your what's your strategy here on this? But would never come in and um, you know override him at all. Was just there to support the coach and the team. And um, he 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 was very proud of what he had done. Dad was very proud, but he was always humble and he was always interested in what other people were doing and the continuing of the sport and the art and spreading. Um, spreading the love of baseball to new generations and to, um, you know. How, how you know happy I mean? do you think he would be that Gil Hodges finally made it to the Hall of Fame? Oh, God. I know he was always on it. I mean, he was disappointed yeah. he never could get it done. You know, it worked out. I know with the Marines, the bonding of everything. I mean, yeah. did you, I mean, we, we were two years, you didn't really, because Gil died. No, in, I didn't know Gil. Gil died in 72, yeah. but all the time just spoke so glowingly and what, you know, how, you know, held the team together and, you know, and yeah. uh, I mean, it was a special bond between the two it of them. Was, it was really, it was really a very much a father, uh, he was very much a father figure to dad. Dad absolutely loved him. Um, and for the rest of dad's life, would really get choked up anytime he would talk about Gil. He absolutely loved Gil. Um, and I know that dad would be over the moon and, uh, he would say he would say it's about time. He was on the ballot thirty four times before yeah. he got in, you know, and it was uh, I mean, and he he's, but in the early I know Tom was always on a committee. He was always disappointed. He couldn't sway the votes, and, and it was just uh, it, you know, it, tough. Do you do you follow this, baseball? What's your favorite sport? I, mean, I know you live out in Washington. Personally, yeah, tennis. tennis. Come on, oh yeah. Big tennis player. I see a lot of youth baseball and a lot of youth football. I have three teenage sons. Or Tell me they about your grandsons, your sons. My, my, my sons? Yeah. Well, I have, and I have a nephew. Yes. So I have, I, I, count, I count them as four sons. But um, I have, uh, all three of my boys played baseball for all of their childhood. And they were 41, right? They tried to wear 41. Always, yeah, yeah. Always wore 41. Um, or if the, if the team didn't have the number 41, they would have a four or a one four for Gil Hodges. And, um, but they would always try and pick, you know, someone that was close right. to dad or someone, or, or dad's number. But it was it was generally 41. It was very strange to see my son William wear a Yankee, a Little League Yankee uniform. That can't happen. With a 41 on right, it. Right. Oh my gosh, we can't, you know, don't let Jay know this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but, but you, you, uh, you, you play tennis, you still play, uh, playing tennis? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, we play a lot of tennis. Mom played a lot of tennis. Um, you know, we're always very, very active as a family. Dad loved skiing. We, we ski all the time. You know, going back to a sense of humor, as we talked about before, your family nickname <coughs> for me was horrible. 
horrible horror. Yeah, yeah we're, well, it just flows right off the it top. It does. Right? It was always yeah. a sign of affection, and I always, yes. you know, you know, love love to do that. But uh, do you? Uh, what's I going to say? Do you? Are you looking forward to tomorrow? I am. I, I am. I I know it's going to be a very emotional right. day, um, for for everyone, for my family, but for also for everybody. Um, but I. I am. I'm very much looking forward to it, and I and I believe Dad will be with us um, every minute of it. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We, uh, I spoke to Jerry Kuzman lately. You know, Jerry can't travel anymore. Right. He's got bad knees and he wishes he could be here. But just the affection, like guys like Matt Lack and, um, and, and Kuzman, you know, there was never any competition between the three of them. And they just respected your father so much and they learned from him. And, uh, you know, Jerry Grody told me a story once. You know, Dad was rookie year in '67, and in '69 the team got to 18 and 18 for the first time, and they were celebrating. And your, your father said, "Let's call it, guys. I didn't come here to be a 500 pitcher on a 500 team." And he just set the whole mentality of the mm -hmm. of the team. It would just, you know, in five of the first seven years, Mets lose over 100 games. Tom comes '67 right. rookie of the year, changes when Gil gets here, but. You know, one player just changed the whole mentality of the franchise. Imagine what happened. We didn't win the lottery that year. Well, I, I have to tell you, that's that's exactly who my father was, is, and that's what I can talk to is is the, you know, being his being his daughter. But he he absolutely joined a team not to be a five hundred right. team to win more. We I would come home, and he would always ask, "Well, what'd you get on the test today?" And I'd say, "Okay, well, you know, I got a 90. He'd say, "Great. What'd you get wrong?" Yeah. Because it was still an opportunity to learn more. What what could you do better? What's, you know, what's that's what it was exciting to him, right? What can we do next? What can we do to move this forward? And of course, I, I took it, um, you know, as a assuming he would be disappointed, but he wasn't. He was like, great, let's look at the questions you got wrong because that's where that's where the excitement is. That's where the fun is. That's where we can be better. Was he a strict father, Sarah? No. No, he was not. But I, you know, I was angelic. I was just the perfect daughter. I can imagine. Yeah. No, he was. Um, he was very regimented. Uh, you know, especially on game days, right? He was. He would have his food at a certain time. He would have his nap at a certain time. Um, he was napped before the game. Um, but no, he was. Uh, he. I wouldn't say he was particularly strict. He was a lot. A lot of fun. You know, one story tells you what kind of guy he was. I don't know, do you remember a woman who worked for him named Shannon Ford? Yeah. You know, I don't think I ever met her, but I, I, I of course, know who she so, is. So, yeah. right after, you know, your dad and her, Shannon, really bond together. He'd always spend time with her. So when, when she passed away from cancer, your dad mm -hmm. took the time to call her mother and father, mm -hmm. which w was great. You know, I mean, it just shows you, you know, Tom Seaver getting the phone, Mr. and Mrs. Ford and Dalton, I'm sorry about your loss of your father, which was great, and just okay. made their day. And then in a nutshell, tells you, well, the winds are great, Cy Young's are great, blah, 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 blah. That kind of stuff, to me, typified what Tom Seaver yeah, was no, about. He, he, was, he was a really, really loving father, loving man, his loving friend. 
was terrific. Well, well, I appreciate your time. I'm proud to say he was my friend. Yeah, he's my well, friend. He, he loved you. And and even though mom calls you horrible horrible, no, like, mom loves you too. I know. You know? <laughs> I thought it was kind of funny. It rhymes. Imagine if I had a different name. It could horrible Smith wouldn't rhyme, right? No, and that's you know, that's the way the family was. Right. Always teasing each other. Yeah. And that just that just meant you were part of the family. Well, you know, yep. I pre well, thanks for the time, Sarah. I look forward to Absolutely. seeing everybody tomorrow. Okay, yeah, I can't wait. Thank you, I appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks, Sarah. Thank you. Bye. Love you, Jay. Love you too, Sarah. Bye.